Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast with Chris Evans and Phil Nichols. This is one portion of the show from Episode 4. Be sure to find the entire podcast. Let's talk some youth sports, uh, Phil, and uh, move on to this topic. Uh, by the way, uh, trouble. Uh, the uh, what's that? <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> youth sports. Um, well, let's start off on a positive note. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, the the ten and under Guthrie YMCA team. Yeah. Uh, playing, we we uh, we won this past Saturday, yep. Yep. and we are the number one seed heading into next week's conference tournament. Yeah, you guys, and we got an automatic berth into the state tournament. You, you guys are going to walk through that tournament. You're loaded. No, well, what, really, what's the closest game you've had all year? Closest? Yes. Uh, two weeks ago, which was how many points? Nineteen Chris? points. Nineteen points. Yeah. I'm really concerned you guys aren't going to pull through this. I mean, it's going to be a nip and tuck thing the whole way. Well, the I, one team you played first half was they were up yeah. by one or uh, tied. We were up by twenty two twenty. Oh, okay. I remember that part. You do remember? I, I don't remember final scores. I remember. I do remember halftime scores of, but, of those games. But but with all that being said, really good little squad. A lot of a lot of good little athletes on that team. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're buddies. They're having fun. They're having well. That's having that's fun. what makes them good. Is yeah. they love to play. Absolutely. I mean, because because honestly, there's some good little athletes, mm-hmm. but there's nobody on there that's that you're looking at right now at age nine going. They're going to the NBA. Oh, they're going to be a D one player. There's some NBA logos on our team. I can tell you that much <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, there's some very very good yeah, little they, athletes they on that team. They're buddies. But you know my point. My yeah. point is, is that it's because they love the game so much is why they're having so much success. And uh, the uh, the sixth grade football team here in Guthrie was recognized at their school banquet. They uh, it is kind of impressive. From first grade all the way to sixth grade, they uh, never lost a football game yep. and end up going seventy eight and zero. And so I looked at that and I was like, man, that's really cool. But Seventy-eight and no, that's thirteen games a year. Uh-huh. That is a lot of football games. A lot of little league football. They played more games in the varsity. I, I haven't looked it up, but I bet you, I'm pretty sure they played more football games in the varsity football, high school football. Team. Oh, guaranteed you they did in that same time. Sure, frame. yeah, yeah. I promise you they did. But I think that's, <laughs> and this is not just a Guthrie thing. I think that's a reason why football numbers. There's a bunch of reasons football numbers drop when they get older. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that's a lot of games, and that's. Well, first of all, and you know my position on this, what my, I think it's absolutely lunacy to start playing tackle football in the first, second grade. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying I have any. I, I, that's just me personally. I think it, I think it's crazy. Um, so, but, what grade could you, could you guys start playing tackle football when you were growing up? In seventh the, grade in the eighties. Seventh, seventh grade. grade, where I lived. Seventh grade was the first year of tackle football. And see, I grew up um, late eighties, early nineties, as far as that age. And yeah. I think ours was fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we first moved to Guthrie, it was fourth. Okay. Fourth grade was the youngest, um, with the Central Oklahoma Little League Football Association. So we're going back twenty some years ago, but um, but when I grew up in or in Kansas where I lived, seventh grade was the first year to tackle football. Now there was a group of parents and dads that we'd go get our pads, and let me tell you, these were the pads that you ordered like through Sears and Roebuck, so they weren't real pads. They were about half of them were the pretend Roger Staubach pads you got for Christmas. But there would be guys that we would get together and go out and play tackle football with helmets and shoulder pads and stuff, but. Um, and then we'd play tackle football without helmets and without shoulder pads and stuff. Right, but right. If we wanted to act like a real you know game, we'd all get pads as good as you could and you'd go play. Right. 
which was a lot of fun. But but today, man, I mean, everybody's all in. And and I, you know, we were looking at this outstanding group of young men from Guthrie that everybody should be very, very, very proud of them. We're, we both agree with that. Um, I just hope everybody remembers they're just they're little kids right now. Right. A lot of things happen between the ages of seventh grade and, you know, their sophomore, junior, senior years in high school. A lot of things happen physically. A lot of things happen in life. Um, kids move away. Kids move away. Kids decide football's not their thing. Uh, it, just a lot of things happen. Kids don't grow. People go to kids go to work. Kids go to work. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that happens. I hope none of that affects this group of kids, and I hope that, gosh darn it, I hope they never lose a football game. I hope we're undefeated all the way through junior high and high schools. That'd be great for Guthrie. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No. But uh, the other thing we talked about, and this is the part that I knew would get me in trouble, but I got to say this, so I'm going to be honest about right, it. Sure. 78 no. We're a 5A school. Right. How big are these schools these kids are playing? I don't know the I don't know the exact schedule but I don't, like Dewey I think they made some trips to Oklahoma. I don't know. They're they're smaller schools. Smaller school. Most of them are smaller schools. Yeah. We should be beating all these schools. If they're smaller schools. Right. And the other grades aren't winning 78. So, so right. You're not right. taking away from. No, you know, I'm not. Ta- no, I'm just saying. But. I'm just saying let's be real. Let's just keep it in perspective. They're not playing Enid. They're not playing right. Edmund. Not playing, not playing the Carl Albert kids or the Dell City kids or the Deer Creek kids. or the, I mean, that's that's not who we're playing. I'm, and I'm not trying to take anything away from these kids. But let's just. As, and I'm really talking to the adults. Because I've read some of the posts. Read some of the comments where you got you got kids in the sixth grade going to be in junior high next year, and there's parents on there already bad mouthing the high school coaching staff in Guthrie. Right. Well, they're going to ruin them. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. I feel so sorry for that seventh grade coach. <laughs> oh, bless their hearts. I mean, who whoever's coaching them, the first game they lose may have to move out of town. Absolutely. I Absolutely. mean, and that's the part I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Let's just be realistic. Let's let's enjoy it. Should be proud of the kids because what they've done—that's a heck of an accomplishment. But let's keep it grounded with some with some logic here, okay? Most there was a group of kids. What would have been? They would have graduated two years ago. Was it a senior class? Jackson Waddell and all those kids. Yeah, yeah. And now was it junior high? They didn't lose a game. Is that what it was? Junior high, maybe freshman as well. Yeah, or something. I can't remember. And I mean, we were up doing a junior high or a freshman game, and I had parents wanting me to read this long dissertation about the undefeated seasons. And I'm thinking they're in the eighth grade, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, you should be proud of them, but don't because what they're really doing is putting an expectation on these kids that isn't really fair. Winning a state championship is so hard, so hard. to do. <laughs> so, so hard, hard to, to do. do. <laughs> and we went through that stage where we won four, you know, in, in a span of what, 11, 12 years. Yeah. That's why you got to enjoy those moments because it took us decades upon decades yeah. to even get to one state title. And, just, and let me just remind everybody, the, the kids that made up those great teams, I don't think any of them ever went undefeated in junior high. You know, sometimes you I know, mean, I mean, you know, and my point being is that, you know, we, <laughs> the best football player I played with in junior high, was an absolute stud, and he quit playing sports his freshman year because he just wanted to make money. Right. You know, the second best player I played with in junior high 
was an absolute stud because he was about 40 pounds bigger than everybody else, and he had a beard when right. we were in the eighth grade. He was done. He didn't grow an inch or put on a pound the rest of his life. So when I say these things, listen, I, I hope everybody knows how much I love Blue Jay sports. I want him to win every game. I'm just saying, let's just... Let's just calm down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's okay to be excited. Don't be excited Absolutely. and celebrate, but I don't mind any of that. But it's the the expectations. Oh, and already criticizing the the professional coaches. Yeah, the guys who actually get paid money to do it. The guys who have won state titles. You know, you know, we forget in high school sports, it really is about the kids. Absolutely, you got to have if you want to win a state title in five A. You better have at least two, maybe three cats that can flat go get it to even have a shot at winning a state title. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to win a state title with a bunch of average high school football players. It's not going to happen. They can be great kids. They can play their hearts out. You can have the greatest coaches in the world. But if but if you're playing with kids that are running five flat 40s that weigh a buck 60, and the kids you're playing against are running four five 40s, that are weighing 205, you're not going to win. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is it is that simple. Yeah. So, again, I, I don't want anybody to misinterpret this. I hope these kids never lose a game. I hope they're, I hope they're a part of four straight, t- straight t- state titles in high school. But if they're not. But if they're not, everybody should be okay with that. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be somebody's fault. Correct. I mean, it's... Sometimes know, the other teams are just... They're trying to win, too. They're trying to win, too. Yeah, Last yeah. time I checked, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're trying to win, too. <laughs> Carl Albert has a little bit of a bigger area yeah, to a choose from. bigger area. <laughs> a few more athletes. A few yeah, more. A few yeah. more right now. But saying all that, congratulations. That Absolutely. That's awesome. And to their coaches. Great job. Uh, we know their head coach very well. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know a lot of the kids on that team are all good, great kids. Just... It's just like my my little basketball team. They're pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they haven't lost a game this year. Yeah. But yeah. if we go up against the best kids in the in the Carl Albert School District or Middale School District, you know, probably not going to win. Probably not. I'm, no. hopefully, hopefully, we do. But, but you could. <laughs> but could. But but that does. It's not a guarantee. And I right. think what I I mean, literally. Okay, you got to give me a couple more seconds on this because I just it was just this has really been kind of big on my mind, but. You go back and you read some of these comments that people are making about, you know, the youth, the, this youth group of these kids, and it just is mind-boggling to me, some of the comments adults are making. So that's the stuff that yeah. that causes me concern. <laughs> I mean, first of all, we, first of all, you're, if you're a parent of one of these kids and you're already sour-mouthed talking to coaching staff at the high school and your kid's in the sixth grade... Well, yeah. in my opinion, you, you know, you're you're there's a village without its idiots somewhere out there because you're you're truly setting your kids up to not have a good high school experience. Just you're just setting them up. I mean, it's just it's sad. It's very sad. You can have your opinion about coaches, don't know that. Sure. But use your brain a little bit. If your yeah. kid's an athlete, you probably don't that's probably not what you want, want to lead with. Be proud. Be get, proud. Get ready for seventh grade football. You're ready for seventh grade football. Yeah, there you go. Big difference between seventh grade football and playing for a state title. Yeah, you still got a few <laughs> years to worry about that. So, uh, speaking on youth sports, real quick, I'll pull this comment up. Okay, we still can pull comments up for our video audience here. But uh, Mike Baird, talking sports. There's grants available for little league to field renovations through Major League Baseball. Also, a shout out to Stewart Sports for teaching youth Bible 
in baseball. Thank you for that uh, uh, that comment there, uh, Mike. And uh, I, I bring that up because I um, there is a city council meeting tonight, and there's going to be a little brief update on State of the unions tonight too. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, we get to we'll get to some of that here in a little bit with the state of the union, also yep. the state of the state address was yesterday. Yep. But uh, one final thought here on new sports: uh, the Guthrie City Council's meeting tonight, and there's going to be a brief update on the little league fields. Um, I saw some renderings. Uh, we're going to be getting together as far as the committees together, looking at sport, uh, some facilities, and I, we're looking at baseball and softball fields now. Uh, the city owns the area out there, or Owens, Owens Fields, Owens Fields uh, yeah. out behind the hospital. Uh, there's a lot more acres out there than a lot of people have. People have been about. bringing that up for a while. I know there was a there was a segment that didn't want to do it, but that's always kind of been, from a financial perspective, the most logical place. Yeah, so um, if you want to get a little update on that, uh, be sure to tune into the uh, city council meeting. There's a workshop at 6, and yep. the meeting's at 7 o'clock. But that, that'll be I saw some drawings on there, and, and I – when I and I'm I'm the chairman of that youth sports committee complex, whatever we're trying to do there, and that was that wasn't your first choice out there, was it? It, it was. It was your first choice. It was my first choice because it was the it was the the quickest answer out there to get something going because there's the, the city owns the land, so that cuts costs there. Yeah. There's already water out there. There's already electric out there. Okay. There's already sewer out there. And that was my first one because I thought that could happen the fastest. Right, right, right. I, I was looking, I was looking, Let's which is not done. the right, right way to look at it because you want the, you know, the best. And then, I, you know, I started hearing about the behind the vision, oh, straight yeah. behind talking about, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I like that. Cool. Out there by the high, well, that sounds pretty yeah. cool. And then you start putting price tags on stuff and it's all, and there's still millions pro- of dollars. Yeah. Right. There's still, and there's still price tags on this other stuff sure. here, but, um, it's still very preliminary right now, but I saw some ratings on there. I'm sure they'll have them tonight at the council meeting. So uh, I know a lot of people ask about that U Sports. It's not going away. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about it. And likely, uh, like it has for the last 30, 40 years, I hope that's not the case. But uh, we got a, a good city manager, Leroy Alsup, that won't let that go away. we got a grant coming up that we're going to be applying for. And so um, hopefully we can get some things moving out there. But um, we'll see. Right now, the idea is maybe right now at Owens Field and – Maybe there's some sense. city, there's some property across Highway 33 over by uh, Guthrie Public Works Authority, the uh, not the authority, uh, uh, the city's the water. No, I'm drawing a blank on what that place is, but some city, some city okay. land too that could be a possibility. So uh, tune in for that. At the so. end of the day, we need better facilities in town. Absolutely. Or any facilities. Thank you for listening to the Open Mic Podcast with Chris Evans and Phil Nichols. Be sure to subscribe to Open Mic wherever you find your favorite podcast, including Apple and Spotify.